Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the Rafu Shalema of Ravimita Metroshana, may he and all those experience a complete and speedy recovery. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Leah Mincha Basak of Yosef, Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Rachmil Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be blessed. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Ha'azinu, His Just Ways. Before I begin, I would like to mention that this week and this Shabbos is a special Shabbos called Shabbos Shuvah, the Shabbos of Repentance. Commencing with Rosh Hashanah, we embark on the Aser Semei Shuvah, 10 days dedicated to Shuvah, culminating in Yom Kippur. We read a special Haftarah from Melech Hoshea. It begins with the words from King Hoshea, Shuvah Yisrael Ad Hashem Lekecha, Return Israel to the Lord your God. Traditionally, rabbis across the globe will emphasize the importance of tshuva, of returning to God, during their speeches, the Shabbos. Our Parsha is a very significant Parsha, as it is considered a song, and there are many segulas related to saying this Parsha weekly or even daily. This song was sung by Moshe on the day he passed away. He calls the heaven and earth as witness as he reminds the Jewish nation that God is the only source of all their blessings. He reiterates world history, beginning with the generation of the Tower of Bava, that God chose to spare the world instead of destroying them because of the Jewish nation. He reminds them how God enveloped them in the Anani covered the clouds of glory as they journeyed throughout the desert to the Promised Land. He then reveals their future, how they will settle in the land of Israel, and receive all the blessings he has spoken to them so many times throughout this past speech. But then, Moshe Rabbeinu says that they will rebel against the Kaddish Baruch. They will abandon his ways, they will stray from God's path, and Moshe Rabbeinu assures the nation that although they will receive punishment for their mistakes, for their sins, God will never abandon them. And once they return to God, once they do teshuva, he will turn his wrath, his anger against those who have inflicted pain on his nation. He will avenge all the blood spilled and retaliate against our enemies as we sing his praises to the world. However, a question comes to mind. Moshe starts off our Parsha by calling the heaven and earth as witnesses as he emphasizes that despite the challenges, despite the suffering, God will eventually redeem the Jewish nation and he will lead us back to the promised land. Moshe uses many terms to describe HaKadosh Baruch Hu and his strength and his power. And one of those terms is Hatsur, the rock. And this is depicting God as a rock whose deeds are flawless. Hatsur ta'min pa'olo. Why does Moshe Rabbeinu use this word to convey God's strength and God's supremacy? The Rabbeinu Bachaya, Rav Bachi ben Usher, gives two explanations that should give us some perspective as we've appeared for the most holiest time of our year, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, coming up very soon. The Rabbeinu Bachaya's simple answer is that Moshe uses the term Hatsur, the rock, to describe God's strength and toughness. Just as rock serves as the solid foundation, as the bedrock of the universe, so too HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so too God is the cornerstone and the bedrock of our world. But the Rabbeinu Bachaya's second explanation is truly deep and profound. 
he quotes his teacher, the Rashba, Rav Shlomo ben Avram, who suggests that Hatsur does not only signify a rock, but also implies creator, builder, and designer. And this concept is reflected from the Pasuk in Shemus, describing Aaron's act of crafting, of making, of building the golden calf, the Egel Azov. The Pasuk states, Vayitzer Oisam Acheret, and he molded it, the gold, into a cast. The Rabbeinu Bahaya explains that Moshe's reference to Hatsur is referring to God's children, the Jewish nation. And according to his interpretation, we must consider the entire phrase of the Pasuk. Hatsur Tamim Pa'olo, his creations were created perfectly. Despite the presence of sin, God's intention for all of his creations was to be flawless, was to be pure, was to be whole, to follow in his ways much as the angels, as the Malachim do. But the Pasuk doesn't stop there. It continues, Kichol Drachav Mishpat. All his ways are just. This means that even though God expects us to be perfect, to be pure, to be whole, He considers all the circumstances and makes decisions accordingly. He possesses the quality of mercy and compassion while upholding justice and fairness. The Rabbeinu Bahaya continues that it is no coincidence that Moshe uses these terms, these words, on the day he passes away. As the Parsha concludes with Hashem telling Moshe Rabbeinu, to climb Alpar Nevoi, Mount Nevoi, and view Israel from a distance, from afar, because he will not be entering the Promised Land. Moshe Rabbeinu prayed 515 times to be granted entry into Israel, and yet God's response remained firm. He would not lead the nation into the Promised Land. And therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu addresses the people he has guided for 40 years, saying, Kichol Drachov Mishpat. Although we do not see, nor do we understand, God's ways are just. These profound lessons from the Rabbeinu Bahaya is immensely relevant as we quickly approach the holiest time of our year, Yom Kippur, the Day of Forgiveness. While we repent and seek God's forgiveness for our mistakes, we must also make a commitment to strive for the perfection He has instilled in each one of us. We must follow the singular path He has set before us and become the beacon of light that our world so desperately needs. There's a powerful quote for Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. On Kol Nidri, we recall the first Yom Kippur, when Moshe annulled God's vow, letting his mercy, letting his compassion override his justice, the basis of all divine forgiveness. Have a meaningful Shabbat Shuvah. Thank you for tuning in to the Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.